This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Look right down any crowded hall. You'll see there's a beauty standing. Is she really everywhere or a reflection? One always calls out to you. The other's shy and quiet. Could there be two different? From here to Sweet Valley, I'm Anna Gary, and because we do not have a regular episode of Double Love this week, we are sharing um, a little extract of the Sweet Valley High in the Future fanfic that I wrote for NaNoWriMo back in 2002, when I was a mere child of 27. Um, the, uh, the, the, the text can be found on headstuffpodcasts.com if you go to Double Love and scroll down because uh, I think it, it may appear beneath our bonus episodes, but it's it'll be easy to find. And I'm just going to share a little taster from, um, from, from here to Sweet Valley. All you need to know is that it is set 10 years after the... Uh, the, the the gang have finally left school. Um, so uh, they're all in their late 20s. Jessica is an international superstar. Liz, a celebrated journalist, uh, known for her incisive gossip column. But uh, in From Here to Sweet Valley, they find themselves drawn back to their hometown. And I'm going to read you just a little bit now, which is a reunion between two iconic Sweet Valley characters. The lime green triumph pulled up at the site of the former Dairy Burger, where once Sweet Valley's teenagers had sipped innocent shakes and gorged on burgers and sometimes run gambling rackets, now stood La Belle Maison, a stylish restaurant. The door of the triumph opened and two long, silk-stocking-clad legs swung out from the driver's seat. The legs were topped by a tight-fitting Versace suit and a strangely pinched-looking face, surrounded by glossy, light brown hair. Lila Fowler, Jessica Wakefield's greatest friend and greatest rival. These days, of course, both girls had changed. A lot. Jessica was a world-famous actress, just as she'd always dreamed, and Lila, well, Lila was still one of the richest women in California. 
Her father had died when Lila was just 21, leaving her his millions, as well as his computer company, which was now run by a team of loyal minions. Lila had plenty of time to spend with her husband, Winston Egbert, and she also had plenty of time to visit her surgeon. Lila had been under the surgeon's knife more times than she now cared to remember. Her formerly pleasant but unremarkable features had been transformed. Her eyes were enormous and permanent contact lenses had turned them a shocking bright purple. Her cheekbones were so high they were almost in her forehead. Her mouth was a perpetual enormous pout. Her nose was a tiny button. Her chin was a pert bump. She looked freakish and she loved it. Lila had always wanted to be more than just George Fowler's daughter, and while a lesser and less imaginative woman might have decided to develop her own talents, to go to college and study something new and fascinating, Lila decided on something a little more unusual. She'd make herself the most beautiful, head-turning woman in America. As far as she was concerned, her unusual looks were exotic and charming. They made children cry. Having a hit by the droids, her old classmates, who are now America's hottest band, Lila sauntered across the Maison Belle parking lot. Suddenly, a huge limo swung in front of her. Jessica Wakefield got out. As usual, Lila grudgingly admitted, Jess looked sensational. Her naturally wavy blonde hair was teased into a halo of curls, reminiscent of the outrageous perm her twin Elizabeth had got many years ago. She wore an aqua blue miniskirt with matching tights and red sparkly sandals topped off with a teal batwing sweater. Her cruel face lit up when she saw her old friend. Lila, she shrieked, embracing the girl in a warm bear hug. Psychotic bitch Jessica may have been, but she had always genuinely liked Lila. Lila had always been a worthy rival, and in many ways, she still was. Lila giggled. Hey Jess, it's good to see you. How was your flight? As ever on the Hershey bar, it was great, Jessica replied. The Hershey bar was what she called her jet, whose inner walls were inexplicably painted a horrible brown colour. Jessica loved it. Her jumpsuit and staff felt like it was working in someone's bowels. Come on, let's eat. The duo's entrance caused uproar in La Belle Maison. All heads turned to see the superstar and her freakish companion. Everyone knew Lila Fowler in Sweet Valley, but her odd appearance always caused comments. Lila took them as her due. She always assumed they were praising her unique beauty. The awestruck hostess showed them to their enormous table, where Jessica swiftly ordered a large bottle of Cristal. So, she said, how are you? How's Winston? Winston's just great, said Lila. I can't believe you married that nerd, Jessica grumbled. You could have had any boy in the school. You could have had Ken Matthews or even Geoffrey French after Liz tossed him to the curb. Why, Winnie the Pooh? Winston has always been something of a class clown, said Lila, but beneath the jokes he's shy and gentle. When we first kissed after the prom, I knew he was the man for me. Yeah, 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 it was a rhetorical question, said Jess. Ah, the champagne, cool. She took a long draught of the sparkling liquid. I can't get enough of this stuff, she giggled. Wow, Jess, said Lila, you're turning into quite the lush. Jessica's lovely features contorted into a hideous grimace. Shut it, Fowler, she snarled. Jessica Wakefield is not a lush. She's a sophisticated woman who likes her champagne like she likes her men. Expensive and bubbly. And that is all you are getting in this mini-pod 
of From Here to Swain Valley. But if you want to find out more about what happens when the twins return to uh, the town we know and fear so well, who else might turn up? What other familiar faces from the past? Uh, why have they both lived away from Sweet Valley for so long? Well, you can find all this out by going to headstuffpodcasts.com and searching for Double Love. And uh, we will be back in this feed in one week's time when we... <laughs> We find out what happens when the twins face, and some would say in Jessica's case, with a frankly worrying uh, disregard for recent events, love and death in London. See you then, everybody. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. 